0: Told you once, now tell you twice The way I feel, here's my advice I told you once, now tell
1: Listening to God's gift through His word with Tanika Drake.
0: Yeah, that's right. You are listening to the God gift through His word with Tanika Drake. This is your friend and former media. Broadcasting Entrepreneur And Podcasting Joe Lee And you are here And she will be back Right after this message Stay tuned
2: What's going on What's going on This is and Capone And I don't go a day Without listening to God's gift through his word With Tanika Drake Keep listening <laughs>
0: Well, you know what, Pastor Jay? I am super excited. I cannot wait for us to have these conversations again. It has been long coming, and I'm so glad we are back. So I look forward to it. Don't you all forget to get something to drink and hop on with us as we have these conversations about these amazing topics that Pastor Jay and I, T. Drake, will be talking about. Thank you for tuning into Monday Morning Conversation with Pastor J and T Drake. Grab your coffee, tea, or milk, and let's talk about the topic for today. Let's get the conversation going.
2: This is Pastor J and T Drake with Monday Morning Conversation. And we're beginning our subject matter of cuffing season right behind cloak and cover and hub sun. They kind of fade into each other. So we're back. Go get your coffee, tea or milk and get ready to listen to us talk about cuffing season. Let's get ready. Hey T, what's going on? Hey Pastor Jane, not much. Looking forward
1: to this topic.
2: All righty, all righty, all righty. We're going to go ahead and jump right in. We have an article about cuffing season, then we're going to go into the definition, and then we're going to go ahead and get started. And just remember, fair exchange is not robbery, so let's go ahead home.
1: Okay, can I start with the... the, uh Definition first and then
2: the article, Pastor Jay. You sure can. Whatever you want to do, my dear.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and give the definition and then we'll get into the article. So the definition of cuffing season, it refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term partnerships to pass the colder months of the year. Cuffing season usually begins in October and lasts until just after Valentine's Day. The use of the word cuff references, handcuffs, but it's slang in the same vein as hooking up or getting hitched. And that's from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary definition. So now, the article that we have found, it's coming from the org, and the title of this particular article says, Eight Strategies for Dating During Cuffing Season, and it was written October 17, 2022, and we're just going to read an excerpt from that, not the entire thing. So here we go. And it says, the science behind cuffing season, when the temperature drops and it gets cold earlier, there is often a change of mood connected with two chemicals of melatonin and serotonin in your body, says Dr. Alberts. Dark, cold nights can trigger an intense feeling of loneliness and a drop in serotonin, And there may even be a significant link between cuffing season and the seasonal affect disorder. The seasonal affect disorder, known as SAD, is a type of depression that's triggered by a change in seasons and environmental stress. The winter blues is a milder version of the same condition, but usually SAD affects your day-to-day life. So you experience this depression nearly all day, almost every day during specific seasons if you have sad you tend to lose motivation and activities you love feel lonelier and more fatigued and more withdrawn and though it can be triggered by the onset of summer it's most often associated with winter because of holiday stress and harsh weather conditions sad intensifies feelings of being alone or blue says dr albert and dating is often a healthier strategy of coping than pulling the covers over your head. Since cuffing season only lasts as long as the fall and winter months, relationships that begin during cuffing season are often short-term or temporary and tend to last as long as the season itself. In some cases, those short-term relationships could blossom into something long-term if both parties are enjoying themselves. But be warned, the downside of dating during cuffing season is that sometimes you might intentionally or unintentionally lock yourself into a relationship you don't really want to be in. The downside is that needing to be in a relationship right now often makes people lower their standards or expectations in a relationship, says Dr. Albers. They are willing to be with people who are convenient and available versus those who truly match them. And dating relationships are different for everyone. That's especially true during cuffing season when all eyes are on couples. We see loving relationships plastered in every Hallmark holiday movie. We're often fielding questions of our relationship status from friends and family while mingling around the dinner table. And if we're feeling lonely, we may consider dating if only to fulfill our short-term need of companionship and intimacy. And Pastor Jim, I'm going to pause right there unless you want me to read more. There's two more
2: long paragraphs or you want me to stop right there? No, we can stop right there and just get right on into it. Uh, we know that we talked about this earlier in the week that we noticed that it's starting earlier and earlier. That's uh, we, Mm -hmm. it goes around. we, We normally starts right, right after Halloween, but, uh, we find that, uh, this year it started almost right at the first of October, closer to Columbus day. Um, the mood is set that we were talking about earlier, too, that due to the stress of the nation, because it talked about in the article, the stress of the nation, the change of the season. And, and for some reason or another, people are looking for some relief um, from the day to day stress of this nation. You know, we got inflation, we got social issues going on, we have religious issues going on and people are still wanting to enjoy themselves with each other, which is a good thing. On one level, but we talked about being the hurting and the horny and this cuffing season sets that up already. But with the stresses of what's going on in the United States and around the world with family members, with the COVID and all of that, it's like uh, it's been hyper, uh, hyper energized because this is one of the years that we can actually get back together. You know, we were told to stay apart for so long and people didn't, you know, people doing cuffing season work through that. But now it's, you know, get your shots, you okay, go enjoy yourself. All right. But it also uh, sets up what we call blood in the water, which means that during this season, just like any other season or rutting season during deer season, there are scents being put out. You're you're putting out signals and signs and scents that you are available, that you are are wanting this relationship. And again, I want to always say fair exchange is not a robbery. In the in the article, she said, if you can find someone who you can communicate with and and um, work this out uh, equitably, then it could be a gr- it could be an okay thing to do. But the fact that there, somebody's looking for a short term and you're getting off the signals that you really want somebody, but you may want somebody lo- for long term, or the unequal balance on either side, male or female, in um, partners you may end up being blood in the water. And that's what we talked about last year. It's like, you're giving off this scent, like chum to sharks, that you are available, that you are ready. And a lot of times that you're vulnerable. You're wounded and you want to be with somebody. You may have been in a relationship up to that point and you broke up because a lot a lot of guys know this is the time where you buy presents and this is the time to break up. And a lot of ladies, and it goes for the ladies too you don't want to spend that money so you break up so again you the person that you broke with really wants to be with somebody wanted to be with you you don't want to be with them but now you're blood in the water so when i say blood in the water t what do you think what do you think about that as far as sending off the sign the signal and the scent that you're available that you want a relationship and we're not talking about just a friendly relationship we're talking about a relationship friends with benefits coitus sex Wherever you want, however you want to define it, we're talking about going to that next level where you're under the sheets and your shoes under somebody else's bed. So, <laughs> so team, what do you think?
1: Well, when you say send it out, sense it only sends out that person's very vulnerable. They're in a place of whatever they're going through or coming out of, and that, like you said, others can sense and tell that there's a vulnerability. And just like lions and sharks on the prey, they can sense and they know. Okay, this person is ripe, ripe for me to pounce on, ripe, ripe for me to prey on. And they will, they will find it and say whatever they need to say. And as we know, we find chameleon sharks that will do whatever they have to do to be whatever you need and say and appease that which you need. And women need to hear something. So whatever can be said. And the right words have been said and there you go. And like you said, shoes underneath other people's beds and
2: voila. Yeah. And, and, and what it does is sets up a possibility, again, for a great relationship after cuffing season. Maybe you've enjoyed yourself. Maybe you um, you hit it off well and you're going to continue past cuffing season. But we want to don't want to deal with the successes. The successes are self-explanatory. But there's a lot of problems come with being blood in the water. The fact that... that you are in a position to be taken advantage of emotionally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Where, whereas you believe it's it's forever and, a, and another day, and they are truly participating in cuffing season. And that's one of the worst things that can happen where one is thinking one thing and another thing is another one is thinking something else and you go ahead and continue the relationship because you still want to be with somebody. And you think you found the right person, but actually you just found a shark participating in the game. You found a play in the game. You found a wolf in sheep's clothing. However you want to find, whatever you want to define it, is up to you. But you have to ask yourself: Am I the prey or the predator? What do you think, T?
1: Well, also when you were talking about that prey or predator, are you willing the game that you're talking about? Are you willing to pay that cost? And you understand? What that's going to cost you, and it might not just cost you financially, are you mentally, emotionally mm-hmm. equipped to handle the cost that you're willing to sacrifice for this temporary season that's going to pass? and are you willing to do that?
2: Yeah, so yeah, you know are, are you willing to pay the cost to play the game? Are you willing to put your chips into the and with the opportunity of getting hurt? Now let's talk about uh, first, emotionally you become so emotionally involved you 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 you're looking forward to getting with this person this person knows your blood in the water okay have the relationship goes male female female male and we know we have the others and somebody it's imbalanced emotionally whereas you are uh, uh committed to that person at a level because you're it's during this season that normally if it was not this season you would take more time, and I think the emotional commitment comes faster during cuffing season. That 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 I want to be with somebody. I, I want to uh, uh, have a solid relationship by Thanksgiving, so I can bring them around family, feel comfortable. They can spend the night over here. But when you do that during this short period of time, even though it started at the beginning of October, you you just you don't really know this person in no in no four or five weeks. Enough to really let them emotionally hogtie you to be cuffed to them You have to be willing to understand that you it would be beneficial to you to pace yourself. I know what you want I know you want to get uh, Booed up uh, hugged up snuggled up, but you have to remember <laughs> You're moving faster than you normally would your your body has taken over your brain and your body is calling out and saying it wants to be with somebody. And again, because in media and everything, you're seeing people together, you're seeing people enjoy themselves, and you're seeing fireplaces, and you're seeing wine glasses, and all of those things are setting you up to 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 move your your serotonin into a happy place to where it's yes, I want to feel all that, I want all that. And, and 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 you'll start watching movies, and next thing you know, you know, you become you let off that scent that you, that, I mean, it'll be, str- it'll be people that's been around you. That's maybe, maybe not have been checking you out, but because you're letting off that scent, they're, they're you're turning their head and the, and, and they don't know why because they, but they're smelling, they're smelling, you're vulnerable. You're, you're a little bit more giddy. You're a little bit more approachable because you want to be with somebody. And that could be a dangerous thing emotionally. Uh, T, do you have anything on the emotions? Like what about the emotional side of this?
1: Well, because of the holiday season, which is one of the reasons why we love doing do the cover season, during the holidays, emotions are stirred, of course. When you're watching all these different, like you just expressed, watching all these different holiday movies, you, you just feel something different. And emotionally, you're just linked to the movies you're watching, all the different all the different moods in the air. I know I used to do that. I kind of still do. And I would turn on the Hallmark Channel, get my glass of wine, and I will live vicariously through what I'm watching on a show. Like, oh, I wish that could be me. Then try not to, like, go and go find someone to do that, but enjoy those holiday movies where they get together and it's such a beautiful thing. And you try not to emotionally just get into it. And it's it's a woman watching that. And it's so beautiful. You start crying. And, you know, the guy happens to call. He hasn't called in all this time. And catches you right there. What's wrong? You know, just it's really emotional. So you got to be careful when you're going through the season as well. Because there's a lot of emotions tied with this season. A lot.
2: Yes. and, and the And the Sharks know it. The sharks have mm-hmm. plans. The, the sharks we talk about do not mean you well. They are predators during this time. They want to get as much as they can, as fast as they can, and then leave you in a in mm-hmm. some kind of, uh, basically in a lump, leave you in a lump, because they're out for the season. They're out for the season. So we're going to take a break right now, and our sponsor is Tanika's uh, book. T, tell us about your book.
1: Okay, the book is called The Gift of Finding God's Love, Guilt and Shame Turned Into My Shine, and you can find that on Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Walmart.com, and anywhere you can get your books. Happy reading, everyone.
2: All right, we'll be right back.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Tanika Drake, and I am going to share a book with you that I've written called The Gift of Finding God's Love, Guilt and Shame Turned Into My Shine. Please check that book out either on Barnes and Noble or you can find it at Amazon or any place where you can get that book. Remember, it is not okay for anyone to hurt or harm you. Please check that book out, and happy reading, everyone.
2: And we're back, and you hear that wolf howling in the background and the sirens is going off. That means it is cuffing season and the predators are out. T, we're back. We were talking about... Uh, the emotional side of cuffing season, and how we need to guard our emotions. You know, we mix a little Bible with our conversations, and you know, the Bible tells us to guard our hearts. In the cuffing season, we need to guard our hearts. We need to guard our minds. We need to guard our emotional uh, uh, output towards this season, because again, you can end up in a situation emotionally that is detrimental to your 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 psyche, your health, your mental health and we want to bring our emotions under control i know it's hard now again don't think that i'm saying i recognize that it's hard i've been through it t talking about she's been through it and again um, i've been on both sides of of the equation as as uh, in my life i've been the predator and i've been the prey and either one if if again if if we understand each other it could be a great thing it could be a good thing it could be a seasonal thing but if you don't understand each other it can lead to something that is it can lead to restraining orders and <laughs> you know hey, po- police and all of that stuff <laughs> you know because one didn't understand when to turn it off emotionally so you know okay. if you're the predator realize that that there are people out here that you're going to be preying on that's not going to have the same view of this as you do because you're not going to tell them you're a predator that's first of all And you're going to take advantage of some people. And again, in today's climate where there's so much anger, so much hatred, so much uh, visceral to one side towards the other, you just never understand what you may be dealing with when you hurt someone, okay? You, you, You might start off as the predator, you end up as a victim because you didn't understand the nature of the season plus the season that we're in in the United States in particular okay you don't understand the season that we're in you you just went like you normally do the, this the new normal has not really emerged yet and we're trying to find our way as a country as a nation and with all like i say the visceral hate politically economically and socially uh, it's just it just makes things in a hyper sensitive um, way of thinking about things that you may be more Predator, and you may, may be maybe more emotionally vulnerable. T, um, do, do you have anything to add to the emotional side?
1: I just think when we're talking about uh, emotions, <coughs> like you were saying, that we allow our logic to kind of move us instead of allowing the emotions to run. Because when you do that, you can end up in a really sad place. So sometimes taking a step back, even before you run into whatever it is, like Pastor Jay and I have said before, I don't disapprove of what you do. Just be cautious in how you move. You can play the game if you like, just be cautious and don't let your emotions rule you. Make sure you're going in with a clear head and a clear mind to make sure you're, you know what you're doing and you're not letting your emotions lead you.
2: Yeah. And since we have more dark time than we do daytime, it gets dark earlier. You know the song "The Freaks Come Out at Night," so a lot of these moves are being made. You know, not at ten o'clock at night, but since it's starting to get dark at 5, five thirty, six o'clock. Man, moves are getting being made early. Atmosphere is being set. The, the air is cold outside, and then and now we want to go to the physical part. We want to. go, I want to talk about the, from emotional to the physical. Now, the reason why they call it cuffing season because you want to get busy. All right, we adults. If you have any children in the room, you may want to uh, let them be leaving for this cuffing segment. Uh, We want to warn you in advance. This is an adult subject, and we we want to be respectful to your family. But let's be honest. (laughs) Cuffing season is about coitus. Cuffing season is about getting together. Cuffing season is about you waking up after a good night of sex or a good moment of sex and you're sitting there enjoying the season, enjoying the moment. You're physically getting busy. Now, physically, that can cause some problems because we know even though there's all kind of ways to protect yourself, pills and everything, you can make a rash decision and not do what you need to do to protect yourself physically and end up hurting yourself or hurting someone because if you don't care about yourself in that matter you can go out here knowing that that you're infectious with one thing or another and next thing you know you know you've hurt somebody physically you know you've hurt somebody physically somebody who just wanted to play the game or maybe uh, wanted a serious relationship but you were so horny that you just went and did whatever. You didn't cover it up. You didn't take the pill. You didn't do whatever you needed to do to protect yourself because, again, you're not thinking with the upper region of your brain. You're thinking out of your emotions. You're thinking out of your physicality and your flesh wants to be satisfied. Your flesh is in mode and it wants to be satisfied physically. It wants to have the orgasm. It wants to have the ooh-ah moment. You are tied in with your emotion. So, you know, you if you give off this, remember if your blood in the water, and you're the prey. Okay, remember, the physicality is the end game. Would you not agree to that? Really, the physicality is is the end game.
1: Yep, all of all of the dancing, I guess you could say, of the game itself and the different things that happen lead up to that. So yes, that is always that surprise at the end of all of this talking and this going around and being sweet, that is the end game.
2: Yeah. And, and again, we are not knockative that if you want to do that under that, under uh, that kind of uh, the cuffing season, um, of course it's not biblical. You know, we know where sex is supposed to be, but look, we're, we're realistic. That's, you know, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. But you got to be careful during this season because, again, with all the visceralness in the country, you know, uh, we know that some people use sex as a weapon. Okay, and some of these predators out there, male or female, this is their time also to abuse you, to uh, physically assault you, to possibly uh, sexually assault you uh, because you're giving off the vibe. And again, you are letting your guards down to the point that this person's in the bed with you. And like I said, you've only known them, you know, now when this airs, you're gonna only know them for four weeks, four or five weeks. You allow this person into your house, into your life, into your getting next to you, maybe next to your children. And you really don't know this person. And again, you don't know what they're gonna do to you physically. Yes, they've said every all the right things, but you're just giving out such a scent that you're not thinking through some of the things that answers you might be asking the same questions but because you're you're in this season you're in this uh emotional deficit uh, loneliness and all of that and you want to be with somebody you might let some some answers slide that are true you know that you would normally be like uh-uh that was a deal killer but now in this season you know you're considering well that might not be so bad but in in your right mind you would be like mm uh you know, T, have you ever did that? Have you ever, like, let your guard down and, and heard something that was normally, if you, when you thought back about it, like, that was the sign then that they were a predator?
1: Yeah, of course. I, you know, one of the things not knowing, of course, but then when you go back and think, like, oh, wow. And like you just said, some of the things that you would not except we're, were tolerated because you wanted to be in a relationship so bad. So you ignored the clear, bright red flags that were glowing and neon signs saying, hey, no, like, no, it can't be so bad. And you try to logically, I would try to logically analyze it, like, rationalize it out, even though that was a clear sign, like, yeah, that's probably a bad sign. And just like the uh, article said that people, they lower their standards and their expectations. Because <laughs> if I had a center of a high bar and then this holiday season, comes, like, eh, I could drop some of the standards. I mean, do I really need to keep my standards and boundaries? Nah, not really. Because I want to be with someone so bad, so.
2: Yeah, and, and there you have it. You drop your standards. You drop your walls. You drop all the protective things that we're going to talk about later that you can do to protect yourself. But you drop all of these because you really want to be with somebody. And we, mm-hmm. and we get it and we get it. Don't think, you know, um, we're, I'm not sitting in judgment of you. I'm sitting here telling you, be careful. Really just as a warning to be careful because again, if you're the blood in the water, you're the prey.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You're the one that's vulnerable. The predator is really not vulnerable. They, they kind of, they're going to do whatever they need to do to, to trick you, to get you into their bed. Okay. But if you go ahead and let the, your guard down, you know, and don't express that you are blood in the water. And I'm saying and again, you don't have to say I'm blood in the water. You know that might scare <laughs> that might scare a person off. You know, but oh you buy, But you know what? You could use that. Say I'm blood in the water, and I know it. Then and and, and and let just let them sit on that for a moment, and that that might run them away. Don't even explain what you mean by that. Just tell them that <laughs> that you blood in the water. They'd be like, huh? You know, but uh, yeah, that's kind of funny, but. Uh, it's a serious thing. I mean, because again, you could be physically hurt. You could be physically assaulted. You could be sexually assaulted because, you know, you end up getting somebody who is possessive, you know, wants to be with you, start asking you questions, start trying to track you and look at you as a possession, not a person. And now, you know, it goes from, Hey, how you doing? I love you and I want to be with you and let's get together to now. Every time you, every time you turn your phone on, they calling you at tracking you, you know, and I'm sure T you've been through that where they, they tracking you, they tracking, they pray.
1: Yep. Have.
2: Yeah. So that's the part that, uh, the physical part. And then we have the emotional, not the emotional, the spiritual part. That we want to talk about the spiritual part where a person is now emotionally invested, getting ready to be financially invested, and then they become spiritually invested. And what I mean by spiritually invested is, is, is that that you begin to let them to the most inner part of you that's reserved for God. You actually begin not only to be to pray, but you begin to worship them you begin to look forward to their sex so much that they become your idol. You're willing to yeah. to drop all your standards, not only not drop your standards, but drop your morals just so you can have this physical satisfaction. Okay? And they—and for a Christian, what you do is set aside everything that you work towards, everything that the Holy Spirit has taught you, everything that you, that you prayed, prayed about, you know, but now your flesh has, has taken over. The war that's in you as a saint of God always continues. It doesn't stop. You know, there's times when you're going to lose the battle. There's times you're going to win. But in this cuffing season, for those who are going to play this game that are Christian and spiritually minded, it, it, it's on. OK, the, the, the trumpets have been sounded, the, the lines have been drawn, and it's up to you through the power of the Holy spirit and prayer and understanding how good God has been to you to stop it. You're not going to stop it by I'm not going to do this. And I'm not going to do that. All you do <laughs> is shaking the soda bottle up. Okay. It has to be bigger than you. What you think about the spiritual side? I'm saying it has to be bigger than you. your focus has to be bigger than you for you to conquer this. What do you think T?
1: well uh, Pastor passage we were saying that it was making me think about what you you and i have talked about before either in our personal conversations or on on the show like this before when we were talking about when we set up those i'm not going to do this you're creating laws that you're going to just break and you don't need to bind yourself to things like that you just need to like you said you need to get back in your word and focus on what you need to do in that regard To the Lord and not make a person your idol. And I know exactly about that for me because I knew I did that. I knew that's what was happening. And it was very clear and apparent that when I was doing that, I was getting so far, I knew I felt further away from the Lord because the person was taking me that far. And I was focusing. All my attention on that person till that person had to be removed from me so much so it almost cost me my life I'm thankful you know it was a hard lesson but I saw that at that time I was creating an idol with this person and there can be nobody higher than the Lord there can be nobody higher than that. God will remove that person destroy everything because that that is not what I was supposed to do and I knew that that was happening I could I could sense it I could see it but I just
2: didn't know how to break away but he did it for me yeah and and on the on the spiritual side again the only way and I tell people this all the time the only way the only way that you're going to get past temptation is willfully focus on the goodness of the Lord i I I don't know of many people that can start singing hymns and reading a bible quote, Bible verses and still like they feel like they want to sin still.
1: Right.
2: Okay. So you need mm. to put yourself in the right position, the right atmosphere, the right mindset. That the only way you can beat this is to love the Lord more than mm-hmm. you are lusting at the moment. OK, and it's a moment by moment situation because you could be giving off the vibe of being blood in the water and you a saying to God and you can decide at that point, I'm going to double down into the Lord during this season. So I won't be tricked. So I won't be taken advantage of, even though my flesh wants it. And you need to be real with your. OK, this is really important. <laughs> you need to be real with yourself. OK, now you can sit on here and pretend like we just talking crazy. Why, you, why why you unlacing your shoes? Why you put on that skippy dress? Why you putting on that nice cologne bin and getting all buffed up and getting ready? Yeah, you can pretend like this is we're not talking to you, but you know we're talking to you. You are a saint of God. You're a man of God, a woman of God, you know, in the body of Christ. And, you, and this time is a tempting time for you. And again, even if you so-called fail, don't give up. Don't fall in despair. Don't beat yourself up. Again, If you be honest with yourself, you can fight it. If you be dishonest with yourself and just shake the soda bottle and shake it 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 and and by grace, you can let it go because grace allows you to sin as much as it should afford you the opportunity not to sin, not to fall into a a spiritual uh, deficit because you've entered into your flesh. And you just went wholeheartedly in, and then what you, well, what I hear a lot of people do to you is say, "I done broke it now. I might as well go all the way, right?" You know. Yeah,
1: cause then we'll just go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I
2: might as well go all the way. You know, I done did it now. I might as well just have to keep right. fun and keep doing it. No, you fell short. Mm-hmm. Repent and turn and 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 turn back. He will receive you back. But a lot of times during this time, when the when the man or woman are in this vulnerable position, this person again, like we said, like you said, starts becoming your idol because mm-hmm. they make you feel good. They're the god that makes you feel good. Okay, mm-hmm. it's not a spirit. It you know, it's, you don't know the difference between your spirit at this moment. This person is everything to you. You can't wait to get off. You can't wait to go to hang out with them. You can't wait. You can't wait but they're actually taking you further away from your first love of Jesus. They're taking you away because they're in it just for the one reason. They may even come to church with you a couple of times. You know what happens a lot with, with young ladies in the body of Christ. They come to church with them a couple of times, you know, and as long as at the end of the church service, they're going, hey, they meet the pastor and all that stuff, you know, Be- been there, done that, bought t t-shirt, was on both sides of the fence on this. Okay, so I'm not talking about what I what I. What I heard, I'm talking about what I've done. I was on both sides. I'm a pastor now. I've been on the side where I'm meeting the guy, looking through his face and looking at her, grinning and skinning. And I already know it's cuffing season. Okay. <laughs> and then I've been on the other side where I've been the one shaking the pastor's hand, knowing that it's cuffing season. Okay. All right. So I'm, so I'm being real, but we talking adult talk. Okay. And again, if you want to enter into this like that, realize that you're entering into it. Don't fool yourself. That's all I'm telling you. Don't fool yourself spiritually as if, you know, you some kind of giant, you can fight it because you can only fight it with the, with the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't fight it with nothing else. You can't, you can't fight it with, with, with laws and pacts and all that stuff. Cause again, it's just like making a new year's resolution. 99.9% of them are broken within the first, uh, 60 days. Okay. So what I'm saying is you might have the will, but remember your flesh is, is, is strong right now. The, the, the opportunity is strong. Don't play with it spiritually. Be honest about you where you feel spiritually. God knows you horny. He he. he you you don't think he knows? God knows you lonely. You don't think he knows? And now don't be no weirdo talking about you in the bed with Jesus, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: don't be telling. Don't be creating no Jesus in the bed with you, okay? That that even sounds creepy, but I've heard women say that. You know, don't denigrate God by making him nasty. All right. He ain't in the bed with you. He's sitting on the right hand side of God, interceding for you. He ain't trying to plant no seed in you. Okay. (laughs) He's interceding, not seeding. Amen. So. you know, be careful spiritually. You know, pray, get around other people who understand that you can be honest with about your emotions and your feelings. And if they're brothers and sisters in Christ, they should understand. And if you do, fall short, confess your sins to God, and He's faithful to forgive you. And then, if you feel comfortable confessing it to someone in the church, remember, for those who receive a confession, your job is not to beat them up. Your job is to is to restore them is to restore them and get them back and get them solid in their faith. And again, and during this time, if you're blood and water, you know, your faith might be tested. You know, and, and and again, what you may look at this, the one one way you can look at this, my faith is being tested. And a faith that can't be tested is a faith that can't be trusted. And and sexual immorality is a big test of how far we've matured in Christ. It's a big test is a big test so we're going to take another break and we're going to come back with the financial part uh this is pastor j and t drake uh we hope you're enjoying this segment of blood in the water and like i said i know you're excited about coming back and we're going to talk about the financial ramifications of being blood in the water doing cuffing season and t tell us about your book again
1: all right my book is called the gift of finding god's love guilt and shame turn into my shine. And once again, you can find that book on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or Walmart.com and anywhere you can get your own books. And please enjoy it and happy reading, everyone.
2: All right, we'll be right back.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Tanika Drake, and I am going to share a book with you that I've written called The Gift of Finding God's Love. Guilt and Shame Turned into My Shine. Please check that book out either on Barnes and Noble, or you can find it on Amazon, or any place where you can get that book. Remember, it is not okay for anyone to hurt or harm you. Please check that book out, and happy reading everyone. Hello everyone,
1: this is T-Drake and Pastor Jay, and we are back.
2: So hey, yeah, we're back.
1: <laughs> so we are talking about cupping season we're talking about blood in the water and we were just kind of talking about the different parts of the emotional and the spiritual side of what cupping season with blood in the water does so right now we're going to take a time to discuss the financial aspects of blood in the water. And Pastor Jay, did you want to open up about that?
2: Well, you go ahead start it. You don't want to start it, go ahead.
1: Okay, so for me, when, they, when I think about the financial, there are so many different ramifications and someone you just met and you are, we've already talked about giving out sense. Financially, this can be, detrimental financially it can take you or that other person into a place you don't want to go first of all we can go with the very short part with the gifting. Whether the person wants a small gift, little gift, whatever. That's one aspect. But if you end up staying with someone past the gifting, right? And they need something for you. And because you still want to be in that relationship, they could ask you for a certain amount of money to help them out with things. And ladies, we, I'm going to speak on this for myself. Sometimes you want to be very helpful. Oh, you just need $100. Sure. They come back a different week hey you know what I need about 200 for this like absolutely you just want to be helpful but while they are taking out your pocket whatever they're doing with it you're not doing what you need to do for your family and that money is coming out of for the ladies that have kids that's money coming out of your your kid's mouth so that's the part i want to start with with starting with the money aspect
2: okay and and again Think about how the hub son would play into that. The hub son would take advantage of you. If he's a hub son personality, he's not your husband yet, but if he has that hub son, that wounded male thing going on, you, if he gets you, he's gonna soak you. He's gonna get, get some cents out of you. He'll get some dollars from you because his goal, his what turns him on is not only the sex, but the fact that you're taking care of him. He's your hub son. He, you know, he wants to be taken care of by the female. And again, you do have this on the f- uh, female side. They call them gold diggers. But the the, the, on the as far as the hub son, and you let and you and you're giving off the sense you want to be with somebody. And if let's say you're in a, you're the lady and you've been a, a relationship that's been you're hurt, and same with the male, you've been hurt and you get that person. That person wants to be taken care of. Yeah, they'll tell you anything you want to hear. But their goal is to get as close to you as possible, emotionally as close to you, physically as close to you, and spiritually as close to you, so they can take care, take advantage of you financially. And a lot of times I've seen during this season uh, with the ladies, ladies and and gentlemen, you get taken advantage of because you you start the gifting. And again, you just met this person and you're spending, you know, you're not getting a, a $10 gift card or $20 gift card. I mean, you're going all out. Because it just feels right, you know, it just feels right. And you buying rings, you're buying bracelets, you, you know, you, you're doing all kind of stuff, trips and all of that. And you're spending your money only to find out that the person is taking advantage of you, you know? You're giving them your debit card number and that kind of thing. And this person is like you said, $100. You're trying to be helpful but you're trying to be helpful so this person will stay with you so you can still do what you want to do. See, you could be taken advantage of in two different ways. The person that has the money can be taken advantage of you knowing that, hey, all I got to do is keep showing them gifts and I'm going to get what I want. And then the person who's on the other end saying, man, this person just wants to give gifts and I'm going to get what I want. And again, if you have that mutual understanding, it's great. But when it's imbalanced like most of the time it is it becomes detrimental because now you're spending money you don't have, you're using resources that's supposed to be allocated somewhere else, and it's costing you more than you ever thought it would. And you don't know how to get out of it. Because now when you're being blood in the water, you got to remember, you may be the prey and the predator does not going to let you go until it's done with you. And there lies the problem. If that person is holding on to you and, and physically, emotionally, spiritually and financially, has you hooked, cuffed? You're going to be in a hurting position soon, and it, and you'll be hurting before, before right after February. Okay, and again, you need to understand that you're vulnerable. You need to understand how you roll. What is your love language? How do you how do you hook people? Do you hook them with your money, with your with your time and your tender and your talent? Do you hook them with your physicality, your sexuality? What are you hooking them with? Do you understand what you're putting out there? Are you blood in the water for a financial ruin that can happen just by you getting so close to someone and them asking you to help them? And again, you want to help, but under normal situations, you might not have did it like that. You, you want to know more about the person. You want to know about the situation that you're helping them in. But because you're in this cuffing season, because you, you, y'all didn't had sex and it was good, you figure ain't no harm. Like you say, they'll start off real low and they'll just keep going and going and going. T, how how, how did you go?
1: J, <laughs> <That's okay>, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me just say, I've done my share and I've I've bought a boat, I've bought a car, I've given thousands, I've given a, a lot to my detriment and made me sorry. That I even spent that money. Come to find out, that wasn't it, it wasn't worth the heartache and pain of going through it. So I, I've been there and gifted things that were way too much, and it never never was balanced back to me because I didn't get anything but maybe a dozen roses, while you get a big old boat and you get some raggedy flowers. Like
2: well, what what well, well, the thing <laughs> the thing about it is, you have to remember in in the blood and the water, there's always unequal uh, uh, equity. The equity is not Mm -hmm. equal. So you, but see that he did get something. He got your body. He got your mind. You know what I'm saying? So he did get something, but, 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 but while you were giving all, he was taking and not giving much. Right. And that's what, that's what blood in in the blood and water person would happen. You're giving your all, you give it your blood. Your blood is in the water and they smell it. They're moving in on it and they're willing to take it. And that's why we just want to warn you: be careful. You know, again, uh, if if that's what if your love language and that's the way you hook guys or girls by spending money and and bragging on how much money you got and that kind of thing, and that's how you hook them. Remember, how you hook them is how you keep them. And and if you 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 hook into a guy or a young lady uh, who who was is motivated by money for sex and emotional and all that stuff. That's what you got. And if that's what you're going to deal with, understand the cost. Understand that they may cost you more than what you started with. Understand that the minute that you stop feeding that that financial, they may leave you. And now you start all over again and really you're more, even more even, you're even the more blood in the water. You know, you figure like, you might start figuring stuff stupid like, well, I only gave 100, excuse me. excuse me I only gave him a hundred I only gave him a hundred dollars next guy I'm going to go ahead and give him two hundred or next lady I'm going to give him two hundred or maybe I should have got that ring that they asked for because maybe you pulled the plug right when the big one came you know but there's always people out here during this season that you can take advantage of if that's what you want to do but again, if you want to play this game, if you want to, this is the time where you abstain for all year and you want to get you some. realize what it's going to cost you. And if you're willing to pay that cost either way, maybe in all four areas, you know, financially, spiritually, emotionally and physically, if you're willing to pay that cost, have at it. If you've been doing this a long time like some of you have and you've mastered it or as a predator or a prey because guess what? You can master being a prey, meaning that there's a point you'll go and then you'll cut it off, but you're still the prey. You're not the predator, but you're still the prey. And this is a time where, like I said, you let your hair down and do what you're going to do. Again, if that's what you want to do, you're an adult. Do what you want to do. But realize, don't, don't let February 14 hit you and all of a sudden you wake up out the ether and you're hurt all the way around because now the predator then went on. The predator had maybe stopped. Or they've hooked you and you can't get rid of them. And that's, to me, the scariest thing. You've hooked into this person during this season. Let your guard down. They've infiltrated every part of your life and you can't get rid of them. And now we're talking about domestic violence. We're talking about stalking. We're talking about all kinds of things. So T, for this last segment, we talked about financial, but tell us about the DV that can arise from this cuffing season?
1: Well, okay, so we're going to take a little bit of that article that was talking about the warning about being intentionally or unintentionally locked to someone in a relationship you don't really want to be in. And, of course, after doing a lot of research with cuffing season in the past, some of these people, like myself and others, but some of the ones that I've read about have been horrible. People have ended up murdered and killed from being with someone that they met on some of these different platforms. And whatever platform you choose, whichever one you are, you must be careful because sometimes you might say no. You realize that financially it's too much, spiritually it's too much, emotionally it's too much, and you want to cut it off. That person doesn't want to cut it off, and they find you. And they harm you, either harm you to you are in the hospital or harm you to you are not awake anymore and you're gone from this world. So be very careful that this stuff about stalking and obsessive stuff like uh, just being fatally attracted to you and never wanting to stop. And if they use the statement, if I can't have you, no one will. That's not flattery. That's the real statement. And if someone says that to you, you had better be very cautious and be mindful of why they're saying that because that means they want to end your life or harm you to the point you are never able to be with anybody else. That's not a flattering statement at all.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, And we know with technology, it has made the predators and the prey more close to each other. Because when you were talking, I was thinking about this is like probably, uh, statistically, I'm gonna look into it, where chat lines are gonna explode. What you mm-hmm. think? With predators and prey. Yep. Because there are people who are going to seek out people and with the computer, it's exponential. Whereas the old school, the landline, before there were cell phones, you were limited to your comfortability to be able to travel and be in different social circles. You wouldn't go to everybody's bar. You would have a local hangout or you you would travel out to this, but you wouldn't hit everywhere because you might not be received well in that environment. But with the internet, it leveled the playing field and you could be all around the world and be preying on all kind of uh, 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 people in a click of a mouse so i can see yep. see where the chat lines open the door and, and again uh t t could tell us more about that where you know guys on these chat lines i mean they're asking they're getting right to the point aren't they t they're just getting hey get to the point and if mm-hmm. you ain't if you ain't down for it tell us about that and you off the line
1: yeah so sometimes i go on the chat lines just to listen and sometimes i might be just wondering and curious to see what this person will say. And normally, I think I would get someone that might be a little bit slow to speak about what they want, but sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're very quick, and they're harsh, and they're brash. Uh, They would like to get down to the nitty-gritty, which means they want to get in bed with me as soon as possible. When can they make that happen? And let's do this. And if I say no, guess what? The next thing is a B, or you're playing with me. Why are you playing games? They don't want to get to know you like I think with what Pastor Jay was speaking with, with what's been happening with the pandemic paired with coffee season, people don't like having to wait anymore because the pandemic forced everybody to have to wait in quarantine. That was annoying. So everything is super hyper rapid. So there's no trying to talk, no trying to get to know you. They want to find someone who's who's going to give them what they want in a matter of that time from that talking into the hotel. So from that phone call, hotel, let's do it. Like, when mm-hmm. are we going to do? This. and and they mean it and they're quick and if you don't they're calling you all kinds of names they're getting so upset and these people are just man it's, it's something that I've I've never seen before because of the climate that's going on now it's totally a different type of chat line these these men and some of the women on this I don't know but the men they're they are just getting down to it and they just do a spin sometimes you might think you're getting a nice conversation and as soon as they get you on the phone so how big is your breast size? Like what? So yeah, it's it's quick. It's it's different. It's a different climate for sure.
2: And again, with the cuffing, with the COVID, with the pandemic, we have a situation where as people are craving other people, and and like you said, it's heightened now this season, because this is really the first season whereas you know you you're just free to roam the country, and and mm-hmm. with this cuffing season, with the chat lines and what have you, again, having instant access to people, having instant access to people who are lonely and who who are horny and who want to get with somebody. I mean, guy, you know, guys with resources will be on the phone with somebody and then travel, go see them expecting to have sex with them. And they just talked to them on the phone three days ago, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and again, that sounds ridiculous, but there's people who are like that. There's people who are participating in that. But again, the only issue I have is understand who you are if you're lonely and you want to be with someone just be careful if you if you're spiritual enough to where you can work through this do that but we just want you to be safe we just want you to be careful because yeah if you are the blood in the water then be honest with yourself and say this is this is who i am and maybe you could have a a support group of friends that understand this and will help protect you keep you busy keep you away uh, if you get go to a party and you start drifting, <laughs> they come grab you and say, "Come on, let's go." You know, y'all have a cold <laughs> word, you know, and you and you have to go. And that's again, no matter what the relationship is, we're we're talking about blood in the water during the cupping season, because this is the season, the darkness, the the the, the festivities, and just the natural inclination that you want to. It's cold and you want to be snuggled up with somebody like an Eskimo in an igloo. You know, so I understand it and as mature saints of God, we got to talk about these things because until we talk about these things as normal human beings and not super saints walking on cloud nine, because trust me, you play that, they play that pious role all you want and y'all know what I'm talking about. You got men and women out here doing more stuff inside the, the, the so-called body of Christ, that church, building that church than you do. Even in society, it's just that they know how to play it off. Okay. And I'm saying we need to come forward with this and deal with this because, again, people are being hurt on so many different levels, physically, financially, emotionally, and spiritually, that we need to be ready to deal with the aftermath. But the first thing you have to deal with, are you blood in the water? And you have to answer that question honestly. Now, there are levels of blood in the water, I guess so. But you have to be honest with yourself. What do you think about being honest with yourself with blood in the water as we end this segment? What do you think about that?
1: I think that's very helpful to not be self-deceived. And I know for me, I know I'm blood in the water because of the things I've been going through. So I know it wouldn't be a very good time to be going out with anyone. Now that can be my personal choice. But like you said, Pastor Jay, if we are honest with ourselves completely honest of where you are in your life right now as wanting to be with a person. There's nothing wrong with that feeling. However, how you move on that behavior and those thoughts, that's a different thing. So yeah, you got to be honest with yourself where you're at and how you can navigate these kind of cuffing season waters right now. And will you be able to do that without getting yourself hooked up and hitched to someone that you would rather not be hitched to after all is said and done?
2: Yep. So, and I like what you said, being hooked up Hooked up, hemmed up and cuffed up And that's what we don't want To happen to you, but Again, if you do Remember okay. You always can work your way back Into sanity Okay, and God will forgive you Alright So we just want to encourage you Just be honest with yourself Be careful And watch out Because it is cuffing season and you could be blood in the water. This is Pastor Jay and T. Drake with Monday Morning Conversations. We hope that you'll tune back into our next segment. T, what is our next segment on cuffing season?
1: I think it will be Netflix and chill.
2: Netflix and chill. All right. So the next <laughs> session is going to be Netflix and chill next Monday. Please check us out. Please go to the Walk of Truth Christian Fellowship Church YouTube page. Uh, I mean Facebook page Walk Truth Radio Network Facebook uh, and YouTube And Twitter uh, pages To listen to it And you can, be, you can listen to it on your favorite uh, Podcast platform Walk Truth Radio Network You can Google it, internet search it Just Walk in Truth or hashtag DRJCS2 and listen to everything That we do including this show And all the lessons that we teach At Walk Truth uh, T, uh, tell them where they can find you
1: well, you guys can find me in God's Get Through His Word, any platform, uh, podcast platform that you would like. And then the YouTube channel is God's Get Through His Word. So you can find old stuff from there too. And of course, these shows that we are currently doing. So definitely check out those those platforms as well.
2: Netflix and chill. That's next. So I'm going to give you my tag. I always want you to be encouraged, blessed, and peace. And always remember, protect yourself. Be careful during this time and walk. In truth, T.
1: I want you to remember to be blessed, motivated, and always inspired to do what the Lord lays on your heart. And remember to use wisdom and discernment during this time.
2: Amen. So, T, I will talk to you later in the week.
1: All right, Pastor Jay. Bye.
2: Bye bye. Please grab your coffee, tea, or milk and come join us
0: for Monday morning conversation with Pastor Jay and T. Drake. 6 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time. Let's get the conversation started. Thank you for listening to the Walk in Truth Radio Network broadcast. If this message has been a blessing to you consider donating on your favorite platform. You can donate by looking in the description box and picking your favorite platform of choice, Venmo, Cash App or PayPal. Continue listening. And your prayers are needed, welcomed and appreciated.